Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from 1Password. 1Password is the world's most loved password manager, with top ratings from G2 Crowd and Trustpilot, and has been named top password manager by leading media outlets, including Wired, The New York Times, and CNET. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from Sesame Care. Find the best price for the highest quality physicians. Book an appointment in minutes for as low as $19. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Hello, my name is Bidemir Logan and you're listening to episode 209 of the Bid Picture Podcast. On this episode, I'll talk about the unintended consequences of the ongoing volatility of the tech industry that has seen thousands of layoffs within the past year. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Part 1. Tech workers are used to getting what they want. For some tech workers, everything is negotiable, including the severance package that comes with a layoff. As tech companies shed tens of thousands of jobs, staffers at different levels are pushing back on the terms of their departures. Some employees are hiring lawyers or other advisors to press for more money or an extension of their health benefits before agreeing to deals. So basically adopting the type of tactics that are traditionally used by senior executives who are haggling over their severance terms. For years, Rora, which is a negotiating consulting firm that advises tech professionals, offered guidance on compensation during the job offer process. Last May, Brian Liu, who is Rora's founder, started hearing from laid-off tech workers who wanted help negotiating the severances. The company has since added that to its suite of services. As recently as two years ago, there wasn't much demand for assistance in pushing back on a severance offer following a layoff, and recruiters and consultants say that asking about such terms during a job negotiation was considered taboo. The tech labor market was far tighter than it is today, and especially during the pandemic, tech workers could change jobs for better pay with relative ease. While many sectors are still adding jobs rapidly and the unemployment rate is low, tech job growth has slowed from a frantic pace in the early days of the pandemic. Since the spring of last year, there has been a steady stream of layoffs from companies including Meta, Amazon, and Salesforce, all of which have announced cuts to tens of thousands of jobs. There have also been significant cuts at Google and Microsoft. Tech jobs throughout the economy fell by 32,000 in January, and that's according to an analysis from CompTIA, which is an information technology trade group. While the balance of power is seen shifting toward companies, tech workers are a group that is used to getting what they want. Shaped by a decade-long talent war, they are accustomed to having a voice in how their companies are run and enjoying extraordinary benefits, whether on-site massages, private concerts, or wellness retreats. Among the incentives for companies to accommodate laid-off workers are non-disparagement and non-disclosure agreements. 
Companies are increasingly wary of the potential for employees to make the circumstances of their exits public or to post complaints about their treatment on LinkedIn or Twitter that could damage the company's brands. So in essence, social media is changing the game. Companies also hope to be in hiring mode again before long and they might want or need to hire some people back when the economy improves. They also don't want their current employees getting wind of less than favorable departures because it is bad for morale. Experts warn companies against customizing packages beyond factoring in an employee's years of service and organizational level. They say companies should have an openly published severance policy that they do not deviate from. It is easy for discrimination to happen when a company varies from a consistently applied severance strategy. On the employee side, what has unfolded at Twitter in recent months has served as a shock and awe reminder that anything can happen. Since Elon Musk bought the social media platform last October, he has reduced the staff from about 8,000 to roughly 2,000 employees. Some workers are not hesitant to push back on the terms initially offered because they think their companies overhired during the pandemic and are trimming excess headcount as opposed to being in dire financial straits. Other factors contributing to their mindset include seeing firms rescind job offers and recruiting talent away from secure jobs only to let them go months later. One employee was able to triple the number of months pay initially offered and others have secured smaller perks such as keeping the company laptop and monitor. In January, a director level client who was laid off while on an H-1B visa for foreign workers got an extension on his termination date by three months in the form of unpaid leave. So he had a longer window to find a job and therefore stay in the country. Mira is a talent agent for executives in the San Diego area. She said she helped a director-level client negotiate his separation agreement from a large tech company in December. According to her, they asked him to stay and teach someone for two weeks and give the company all the information he had on the job he was doing. So Mira said the client agreed to train the person taking on his job responsibilities and pass along his business contacts, but only if he received a $50,000 bonus that he was said to be paid this March. So the agreement was amended to include his bonus. At online education provider Coursera, a group of laid-off employees in December wrote a letter to the CEO objecting to the decision not to accelerate vesting schedules for stock-based compensation granted to employees and not waiving some stock vesting cliffs. The company gave workers four-month salary, with potentially more, depending on their role or tenure. It also offered employees healthcare coverage and outplacement assistance. Nicole is an employment lawyer based in Nashville, Tennessee, who frequently works with tech employees. She said clients will sometimes reach out for help in making sense of all the legalese in the agreements they are presented. Nicole said one employee who was within a year of qualifying for Medicare succeeded in getting that coverage added to his package. Another employee was able to keep a bio on the company website for a couple of additional months while she job hunted. The company agreed to put her on unpaid leave for that time. 
Nico says one of the most common terms in a severance package is an employee agreeing to relinquish all future rights to sue for both known and unknown claims. That commitment in writing is valuable to companies and can be used as leverage to secure additional benefits beyond what was initially offered. Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from Snake River Farms. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or beginner to beef, the pioneers of American Wagyu have got you covered with $25 off your order. Receive $25 off orders of over $149 with code SWAPSRF at Snake River Farms. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from Softer. Softer lets you stop waiting for developers so that you can build software without devs, blazingly fast. It is trusted by over 100,000 teams worldwide. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Part 2. This clause will weaken your offer in some competitive markets. So more home buyers are putting an unusual escape clause into their contract. If they lose their job before closing, they can back out of the deal. Real estate agents and lawyers said these provisions, known as employment contingency, appeal to tech and finance workers rattled by recent waves of layoffs. They said fears over a recession and the fallout in the tech and banking sectors following the failure of Silicon Valley Bank may only increase their popularity this home buying season. But, like any contingency, this clause will weaken your offer in some competitive markets even if it helps settle your fears. Andrew is a real estate lawyer in New York City. He said employment contingencies were popular after the 2008 financial crisis but became less common in the past decade. Andrew has a client who works in the tech industry and requested an employment contingency as part of his offer to buy a $1 million co-op. If his client loses his job between contract signing and closing, he can back out of the deal with nominal penalties and receive a full refund of his 10% deposit. Without such a contingency, Andrew said the buyer would forfeit his entire six-figure contract deposit should he need to back out of the deal. Contingencies can be added to contracts for many reasons. Among the most common is a financing contingency, which gives the buyer the right to cancel if they cannot secure a mortgage. The buyer gets the deposit back without penalty and the seller can release their house. Buyers feel more confident to ask for contingencies these days compared to a year ago. With mortgage rates at about 6.6%, there has been less competition from other buyers in many regions of the country, giving them more leverage than they had a year ago. In the first quarter of 2023, 53% of agents reported an increase in contingencies compared with 30% of agents in the second quarter of 2022. And that's according to Homelight, which is a marketplace that connects home sellers with real estate agents. During the pandemic's home buying frenzy, many buyers waived standard contingencies such as home inspections and financing to compete with those making cash offers. Now that sellers in certain neighborhoods may receive just one offer at their desired price, 
they are far more willing to accept an offer with a contingency than they were a year ago. Real estate lawyers say that buyers are less likely to find sellers willing to accept their contingencies in places where bidding wars still occur. Home sellers are also asking for employment contingencies in some cases. Nevin is a real estate agent in San Jose, California. He's working on a deal where the seller recently lost his tech job and is on an H-1B visa. That's the temporary work visa that determines how long the seller can maintain his residency status in the U.S. Nevin said the employment contingency that the parties agreed upon states that if the seller finds a job in the U.S. within 30 days, he has the right to cancel the sale of the house without penalty. Without the provision, the seller would owe the buyer about $43,000 if he needed to cancel the contract. Nevin and his client used the seller's time constraints to their advantage and negotiated 16% off the seller's initial asking price. The home is now under contract for $1.45 million and is set to close soon. Nevin said the seller is now less confident he will find another tech job before the deadline and is afraid some startups may pause hiring after being spooked by the Silicon Valley Bank failure. With the contingency in place, he's confident both parties could walk away from the deal without any hard feelings. So to wrap up on this episode, I talked about the unintended consequences of the ongoing volatility of the tech industry that has seen thousands of layoffs within the past year. So that's all I have for this episode 209 of the Bait Picture Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bid Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact-checking by Zara Kuznetsova. Audio engineer, Sergey Gorski. Graphic design, Stacey Graham. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurities, news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Beat Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at BDME. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.